Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. On today's show, today's episode, I want to talk about something I have cleverly titled, eh, The Art of Renting Out Your Podcast. Allow me to explain. I live pretty close to the a couple of sporting venues. There's a very large baseball field here, and there's a basketball slash arena football slash hockey slash whatever else stadium. These are, I can see both of them from my from my room here uh, in downtown Phoenix. And I'm, I'm always struck by the fact that, you know, these are single use locations, except for the basketball slash hockey slash concert slash arena football slash whatever. They're very good at doing more than just the one thing. Baseball field, eh, not so much. <laughs> Baseball fields are kind of, at least this one here in Phoenix is kind of single use. But nonetheless, they, they do get some usage. But one of the things that always struck me about these places is they are typically pretty good about not having all of that unused space go empty. And there are immediate parallels to the podcasting world. And here's what I mean by that. Not all podcasters have it in them to podcast every, let's say, week for 52 weeks out of the year. Most people can't do that. And especially for businesses, most of my clients, they look at that as a very daunting thing. Why, why would I want to do, well, not why would I want to, why is the different thing? How am I going to fill this content? Most people want to take a break. And most people in podcasting, businesses or individual podcasters, like to take breaks from time to time. Now that we have seasons, thank you very much, Apple Podcasts, it's a little easier to go on break, you can say we're going on break, and then season two will begin three months, whatever, three weeks, whatever. That's all great and fine. However, even though podcasting is very much a subscribe to the content you want, and it doesn't really matter when it comes out, it's not like we have to be tuned in at 7 p.m. on Thursday night. For all of you young people out there, that's when the hot primetime television was. If you had 7 p.m. Thursday night slot on any of the three channels, <laughs> you had gold. So we don't live in that world anymore, but as we have established on the program, it's important for you, the podcaster, to establish a routine and a schedule that your listening audience appreciates. But if you take a break, by nature, by nature, by the way things work, you're going to be missing some content. So I've got some ideas of what you can do with that. What, what a lot of podcasts do is they will run reruns. Because even the big shows, or especially the big shows perhaps, know the value in keeping something going live. If it, if it said Friday morning episodes are available, something's coming out Friday. And oftentimes that's a repeat. I'll just pull one of the best of from their archive. 
and they'll push that out there. Okay. But I think there's more opportunity than that. And we're seeing some shows dabble with it. I'm listening to a show right now that is fully contained inside of the RSS feed of a different show. The main show, 99% Invisible, is on hiatus. But one of their producers, or perhaps the executive producer, is putting out a little miniseries. Six, maybe seven episodes, I forget what the number is. That's going out on that feed. So while you won't get 99PI episodes, you are getting new episodes of um, Articles of Interest, which is an interesting little miniseries. And, and this is a, tr- a trick that, or a, cl- a technique that podcasters have borrowed from broadcasting. Radio shows, if the host is out, they get somebody in to fill that slot. So it's kind of the same thing. Think about that. Your podcast is going on break. You've built up this audience. These people are looking for content. Why not let someone else, maybe a total third party, maybe somebody inside of your organization, fill that spot? Now, of course, you have to plan this, right? You have to plan this. This is not a random thing you allow to happen. Because you, whoever these other people are that you want to open up your audience to, your RSS feed, your podcast, you got to make sure that they're doing something that you want them to do. It's got to fit, right? If you are doing a business podcast and somebody comes along with the weird science fiction show, that's just not going to cut it. You're going to lose your audience. So you certainly do not want to do that. So this is very much a collaborative effort. I think it's good for ideas you couldn't flesh out and do a podcast. Maybe that's the opportunity. And you let somebody else host it. Maybe like 99PI, you let one of your other people take the reins for a while. But still deliver a show in your your style. But I think there's also an opportunity to do some really cool stuff inside of your business. Maybe if you're a business podcaster and you want to take a break, what about having some of your customers take over for a bit? Ooh, that's interesting. Not Again, not, not guest hosting your show, although you could do that if you wanted to. You could just simply get someone in to be the host. But I think it works better if you do a multi-part series. So maybe you take a three-week break, let's say, and you have coordinated with one of your customers, one of your vendors that you utilize, one of your partners, someone else. In two months, you say to them, we have an opportunity to put your show out there. So I need you to make, I need you to go make three episodes. Give them to me ahead of time. Cause you still, by the way, by the way, podcaster, you have to do a lot of work here. The, all the technology on the, on the back end has to go through you, right? You're not giving someone the keys to your media host and your website and all of that. I'm not suggesting you do that. I am suggesting you work with them to find out what they could talk about how the structure might be, all this is done ahead of time, and let them do the heavy lifting of creating the content. But you're responsible for the distribution or your your regular pipeline flow goes into it. Although, as I just said that, I I realize I'm going too far with that. I think this is very much an audio-only play. I think if you, if your podcast, like most podcasts, has has a website you normally redirect traffic to, I don't think that you make blog posts on your blog about the guest. I mean, you should let people know ahead of time, but I don't think you need to do a dedicated landing page on your own site for the three episodes that your guest 
your renter will be will be putting out directed to their site. I mean, it's they are getting as much that they should be getting a bonus out of this, just like you are getting a bonus. You are giving your people more content that they you know they are going to like. You want to give the person who's doing the work the benefit of having new people find out about them and their business. Also, I don't think you should connect your social properties. I don't think you should push your, you should not necessarily push this content out on your social properties like you normally do. This is very different. This is a very different thing and you should treat it very differently. But I do think it's an interesting way to keep the audience fed. Now, it comes to the question of how do you compensate someone for this? Because as you've learned, podcaster, it's not easy to put a show out. It's not easy to create an episode, and the person doing the work is going to have to do some serious work. So maybe there's some financial compensation. I don't know. That's up to you. But I think the real benefit you should be selling to your potential partner is this: the value of your feed itself, the value of your built-in audience for something they don't have. Now, of course, if you're brand new to podcasting, you probably have a little less value to offer because maybe you only have dozens or hundreds of, of active listeners. But if you have thousands, that's that's one thing. But I think even I think even the newish podcaster has something to offer in this space. Because everybody's wanna everybody wants to do something. Any audience is some audience, but you gotta have a lot of control. Anyhow, something to think about struck me as I was driving by, and hopefully it's an interesting idea for you. Rent out your podcast, but but do it smartly. Let you take a break. Hey, if you want some really good business ideas for your podcast, guess what? I launch podcasts for businesses, professional service providers. This is what I do. Get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Check out podcastlaunch.pro for more information, and I shall return tomorrow for yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.